0: Welcome to Sound Audio Magazine, a production of the Kentucky Council of the Blind. Soundprints is underwritten by the American Printing House for the Blind and the Louisville Downtown Lions Club. I'm Carla Rushival. I'm your host for this week's magazine. Welcome to Sound Soundprints for the week of October 16, 2022. The South Central Kentucky Council of the Blind in Bowling Green holds its weekly meeting on Wednesday from 2 to 3 p.m. Central, 3 to 4 p.m. Eastern on its Zoom line. They always have good conversation, and sometimes they have a guest speaker. To join the meeting, dial 669-900-6833 and use the code seven six three six eight nine four four one one. The Kentucky Council of Citizens with Low Vision has two events coming up soon. Our next Telephone Low Vision Support Group is scheduled for Wednesday, October 19th, on the KCB Zoom line, call six six nine nine zero zero six eight three three and enter eight six two nine eight eight nine six nine seven two. Debbie Dethridge will be talking with us about her week of mobility training at Leader Dog in Rochester, Michigan, on Monday, October twenty-four. KCCLV invites everyone experiencing low vision or friends and relatives of people experiencing vision loss, to its next in-person support group. Time is 1 to 2.30 p.m., and the place is United Crescent Hill Ministries, 150 South State Street in Louisville. The next GLCB Roundabout is coming up on Friday, October 21. It's an in-person and virtual bingo. The in-person roundabout is at United Crescent Hill Ministries, 150 South State Street in Louisville. Individual activities such as help with iPhone apps, Echo skills, and Braille begin at about 4 p.m. Dinner is at five, discussion time, and perhaps even a small bargain table will be at six. We'll open the Zoom line at seven and play bingo until about 9 p.m. In-person, attendees should make return rides between 9 and 9:15 be sure to sign up for roundabout if you're coming in person so that we know how many people will be having dinner you can give us a call at 502-895-4598 roundabout on friday october 28 will be virtual only it's from 7 to 9 p.m. on the kcb zoom line everyone everywhere can join and talk about favorite books and authors on page turners. The evening will also include some Halloween fun. Don't miss our spooky roundabout. KCB Next Generation invites you to come to its dine-out at 2 p.m. on Saturday, October 22 at Saints Pizza, 131 Breckenridge Lane in Louisville. To sign up, call Joey Couch at 606 216-8033 216-8033 by Thursday, October 20. Hope to see you there. Guide Dog Users of Kentuckyana will hold its October board meeting on Monday, October 24 on the KCB Zoom line. The time is 7 p.m. and the meeting is open to anyone who wishes to attend. The following announcement comes from the Social Security Administration. Cost of Living Adjustment Approximately 70 million Americans will see an 8.7% increase in their Social Security Benefits and Supplemental Security Income, SSI, payments in 2023. We will mail cost-of-living adjustment COLA notices throughout the month of December to retirement, survivors, and disability beneficiaries, SSI recipients, and representative payees. Want to know your new benefit amount before your notice arrives? Starting in early December, you will be able to securely view and save your Social Security COLA notice online via the Message Center inside My Social Security. Make sure you are signed up for notifications from the My Social Security Message Center by choosing email or text under message center preferences. Benefit amounts will not be available before December. With convenient access to your COLA notice by mail or online, you don't need to contact us to get your new benefit amount. And here is some additional information from another email. Approximately 70 million Americans who receive monthly Social Security and or Supplemental Security Income SSI benefits will see an 8.7% cost of living adjustment COLA for 2023. The COLA takes effect with SSI payments paid on December 30, 2022, and Social Security benefits paid in January of 2023. Many beneficiaries may want to find out exactly what their new benefit amount will be. The fastest way is through their My Social Security account. In early December, customers can log on to their My Social Security account to check the message center. For beneficiaries who do not have a My Social Security account, they will need to create their account by November 15 to see their notice online. Beneficiaries can also opt to receive a text or email alert when there is a new message from Social Security, such as their COLA notice, rather than receiving a letter in the mail. Premiums for Medicare Part B will decrease in 2023. For beneficiaries who choose to deduct their Social Security premium from their monthly Social Security benefit, they will also see the new amount reflected in their January payment. For more information, about Medicare changes, please refer to www.medicare.gov The Social Security Act ties the annual COLA to the increase in the Consumer Price Index CPI-W as determined by the Department of Labor's Bureau of Labor Statistics. You can Learn more about the new COLA at www.ssa.gov COLA And this announcement comes from the SSA Office of Communications. SSI recipients are eligible for discounted internet service. Internet access is now necessary for work, school, health care, and more however for many households it remains unaffordable the federal communications commission fcc wants everyone including ssi recipients to access reasonably priced internet services the fcc recently launched the affordable connectivity program acp to reduce the cost of getting online the acp provides a discount of up Two. $30 per month toward Internet service for eligible households, $75 per month for households on qualifying tribal lands. Eligible households can also receive a one-time discount of up to $100 toward purchasing a laptop, desktop computer, or tablet from participating providers To qualify for this one-time discount, households must contribute more than $10 and less than $50 toward the purchase price. Any household with an individual who receives Supplemental Security Income is eligible to receive discounted internet services through the ACP. Social Security doesn't count. ACP assistance as income or a resource for SSI purposes. Receipt of this assistance will not affect a person's SSI payment. The Support Alliance of the Visually Impaired KCB's chapter in the Owensboro and Henderson area recently held a very successful fundraising project. Their blindfold bowling tournament invited people from the community to participate in teams and was a two day event. Hear all about it on page two, with Cheryl Lott, President of Savvy, and Rick Boggus, Secretary of Savvy. Savvy, by the way, has been a chapter of KCB since two thousand fourteen, and they have grown steadily over the years. Congratulations to Savvy for all their hard work and success. Registration is now open for the Kentucky Council of the Blind State Convention coming up November 18 and 19 in Louisville at United Crescent Hill Ministries. On page 3, you will hear the convention mailer complete with all kinds of details about the convention, how you can participate whether it be in person or virtually, convention costs, and much more. Be sure to listen on page 3 and to register for the convention, give us a phone call at 502-895-4598. Participation in the convention is not limited to members in Kentucky, but is open to anyone, anywhere who wishes to be a virtual attendee. Listen to Sound Soundprints each week on ACB Media 1, the mainstream channel. Our broadcast times are Sunday at 8 p.m., Monday at 8 a.m., Tuesday at 6 a.m. and 6 p.m., Wednesday at 4 a.m. and 4 p.m., Thursday at 10 p.m., and Friday at 1 a.m., 10 a.m. and 1 p.m. Listen on your Victor stream or on the KCB website at www.kentucky acb.org. For more information about sound prints and to receive a free subscription on CD, playable on any standard CD player, call the Kentucky Council of the Blind at 502 895 4598. And if you have any suggestions for future SoundPrints features, be sure to call us and let us know.
1: Page two. First on SoundPrints this week, we're going to talk with Cheryl Lott, president of the Support Alliance of the Visually Impaired, Savvy, in Owensboro, and Rick Bogus who's the secretary of Savvy. And they're going to be telling us about a recent event that they had that turned out to be very successful um, it not only raised money but it gave them publicity in the community, got a lot of people involved and was a lot of fun so um I'm going to ask Cheryl to start off and tell us about their twenty twenty two version of their bowling tournament so Cheryl get us get us started here, okay, Carla. Thanks for having us. Um, you know, this was
2: the second blindfold bowling contest tournament, whatever you want to call it, that we had had. We had planned the first time that we had it back in uh, 2019 that we would plan to do this every year. It was so successful. It was a, a, an easy way for us to raise money for our group. And uh, so we had planned on doing that as a yearly event. However, covid showed its uh, ugly head, and we had to postpone and cancel. And so as it was, we decided back, uh, you know, as soon as we could that we would try to do another one because people were still asking us in the community, when are you going to have another bowling contest? And so with that, and it being so long ago since it was started, or that we had a, a, a tournament, we decided that it it was surely a good thing and people did have fun because they were still talking about it. So, you know, why not? So we decided kind of on a short notice to go ahead and, and plan and begin to uh, decide how we were going to handle this. And um, we had meetings. We had a, the committee the committee uh, that met with us every uh, couple of weeks, I guess it was, apart. And um, they had lots of ideas and opinions, and we uh, managed to get uh, all of that organized. And, you know, each committee meeting we would say, okay, the next committee meeting we want to decide on this or this. And and we just planned it all, all out. Um, they... Uh, We had, you know, a couple of people uh, that were going out in the community and, and, you know, actually all of us had a little taste of that, but there were a couple that really went out into the community and decided, you know, that they would hit a lot of the businesses for um, donations or whatever they could give us. And um, we just thought it was tremendous because they... First of all, remembered us. we weren't before that really well known in the community, but um any rate, we began to uh, solicit to try to get teams and we we ended up getting several uh, sponsors this year that we um, you know were tickled to get. I think the first time we had maybe three, and this time we ended up with six, so we were we were well, uh, you know, off to a, a really good start. Um, and then we, you know, solicited and got began to get the, the uh, tournament teams. And we started out with um, nine, which we were real tickled with. Um, but in the last day before the tournament, two of those teams dropped out. So um, they uh, just... That's okay because they denote, you know donated their money. We were tickled with that, and uh, you know we just we did try to get others involved in it to see if we could go ahead and fill those spots uh, that were vacant so we could have those nine teams. But at short notice, we just couldn't get that done. But we utilized what we had, seven teams, and um, we we just had a great time. We had this on um, October first and second, and like I said, it was a fundraiser that we had decided was a really good thing. It would, you know, we could put forth a a good effort and make it successful. And it and it was again this time. So, Rich, uh, I'll let you intervene in here some.
3: Well, Cheryl, let me back up just a second and say we actually got this the idea for this actually some years ago in talking to Donna Brown from West Virginia, I'm an alumnus of the West Virginia school. So I know Donna and, uh, we were, uh, had learned that they had done a blindfold bowling event to raise money. And I thought oh, if they can do it in a small town, like Romney, we can, we can uh, surely pull it off in a much larger city. And so we, we modified what Donna, and, but, but Donna met with us and talked to us about what they had done. And we, we met with a, uh, actually a bowling coach from Kentucky Wesleyan College initially this was back in 2019 when we planned the first one to get some ideas because we didn't know how a bowling fundraiser how to go about it things like that and so anyway so we got the idea from Donna and but we decided I think they had just individuals bowl and pay to bowl they had bowling rails set up I think and you could pay to bowl and experience using the Bowling rails, well, we decided to have teams and make it somewhat competitive. And so each team is comprised of four members and an alternate. Uh, We set up our bowling rails. We have three so that people – and then we let the people uh, give them blindfolds, uh, do a demonstration for them and give them blindfolds. And they put their blindfolds on as they approach the line, and use it we don't allow them to wander around with with the blindfolds on but uh, they can use it during the bowling process and basically it's to make them aware that uh, of the bowling rails and it's possible to bowl even in fact i think one guy said his score actually got better this time i'm talking about from he <laughs> both sided but anyway yeah. so it's just to kind of create an awareness as i say each team has four members and one alternate and um And then they pay at two levels. We have a sponsorship level is five hundred dollars, and with that, they get uh, we 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 everybody gets T-shirts, but the sponsors get their names put on the T-shirts. They get uh, when we do publicity, uh, we mention them in the publicity. For example, this year um, we were covered in the newspapers. We went to Channel Fourteen in Evansville and did interviews. And so, like our six major sponsors this year were the Owensboro Alliance Club, Unifirst Corporation, uh, the local uh, Firefighters Local 870, the local Police FOP-16, uh, Blue Meridian uh, Dive Team. And so they each paid $500. They get their names on T-shirts and get mentioned in any publicity we do and so on. And then there's an option to have $100 for a team, and basically, that's just the right. Uh, well, and, the, and the, those who pay five hundred obviously get a team. Um, those who pay one hundred are basically just paying for the privilege to bowl. Now, uh, we were real lucky this year. We got a lot of uh, uh, before we combined uh, the first time we did it. We combined it with a, a silent auction. We discovered that really didn't work very well, uh, just because we were very limited in space and and there's never a time. Really, when all of the participants are there together, so you don't get that kind of competition you get in a silent auction. We decided that really didn't work the first time, and so this time we concentrated primarily on getting the te- the sponsors, the teams, um, and then we we really lucked out. Bill Roberts and a few uh, a few of our other members went out and and got all kinds of. Nice door prizes. We had enough that just about every team member got some sort of a door prize, and those door prizes ranged from a um, 10 or $20 gift certificate to many like restaurants in town. One restaurant, which is a fancy restaurant, gave us uh, a $200 gift certificate. And so we uh, we did drawings throughout. Uh, and had uh, prizes, and then we had uh, some things, some like discounts at Mod Pizza and some other things. That, and then we put information. We gave each team member a bag that had information about Savvy and uh, and, and as I say, the, and they got discounts. And then, as I say, all the participants then got, uh, we, we did drawings for door prizes throughout.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. So, Sounds
3: fabulous.
2: <laughs> so. Yeah, they <laughs> walked out with uh, quite a lot of Prizes, if you will. Um, so, yeah, the bowlers really did well this time, as well as well as savvy. Um, and yes, Rick was correct when he said about the door prizes because we ended up having just enough door prizes for every bowler, and so everybody got some some little something. So um, we were tickled with that. Um, the uh, and, and of course they did. They did as well. They were they were very pleased with all their stuff in their bags and candy and what have you that were in there. So um, we wanted to um, make it one of those events that they not only remembered but were really tickled with what they came away with. And a lot of them still, I mean, it wasn't really the materials and that kind of thing, but um, the simple thing about being blindfolded reminded them that what a gift that they each had and that was the gift of vision you know good Mm -hmm. eyesight and with Mm -hmm. them putting those masks on that reminded them very quickly how hard it was to do simple things like just walk up and get a bowling ball, for instance, you know, or, um, you know, where am I going to throw this ball or what have you. And, <laughs> and a, lot of, a lot of them were just really tickled to know that they really could get it down the aisle. Now, we did also have a prize uh, for the person who bowled the most gutter balls. And <laughs> that, that gift was a broom and a dustpan. And, yes, and so we kept, you know, of course, every team kept scores. And it was uh, one of the uh, police officers that uh, bowled 32 uh, balls that ended up in the gutter, and so oh, he won the prize. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know if he ever got any on the lane or not. You know, it seemed like that's an awful high number for, uh, you know, for uh, somebody to get in the gutter, but he he had that passed down very well, you know. And um but uh again, of course, they were all teasing him about that, so that'll that'll last for a while. But um, you know, they brought to the whole tournament that that element of competition and and all and we noticed the first day they would kinda cheer, they would be glad that if you hit anything they would just be tickled that they got uh some bowling pins down, but now the second yeah. day they weren't quite as um Uh, jovial, if you'll say that. I mean, they were excited, but they were really into the competition where they were screaming and cheering and doing the high fives and all that kind of stuff. And, you know, it it sounded like they were at a football game, as much cheering as they were doing.
3: The format of the tournament, we had, as I say, we had nine teams sign up. We ended up with seven because two didn't, weren't able to form teams, although they let us keep the money. But so basically, we had we, we have three bowling rails. So on Saturday, we had them set up in two hour, two and a half hour intervals: ten, twelve, thirty, um, and three. And three teams came in and bowled each time. I, I think it, last time we had some glitches the first time, and and so we we spread it out. The first time we did them in two hour intervals, but we decided to split it because there were some. Technical issues with the bowling alley, the last time we did it, that we had to move some teams. Fortunately, they have totally remodeled this bowling alley, Mm -hmm. and so everything was in working order. So I think next time we probably can go back to two-hour shifts. But basically, we had three teams come in at a time, and the top three from Saturday competed on Sunday afternoon in one round of, uh, and each team bowled two games, but anyway, the, the top three teams from Saturday came back on Saturday and competed for pri- uh, uh, first, second, and third place trophies. The winner was the Owensboro Lions Club. Um, the uh, second place was the uh, Firefighters, local uh, 870, and the third place was UniFirst. Interesting, the UniFirst placed First, I think in 2019, and I think the Lions Club placed third in 2019, so they kind of reversed <laughs> yeah. position. Yeah. 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 Now, yeah I will did. tell you that one of our members, one of our Lions Club members, owns, I, I, I forgot. I know who I forgot as far as the sponsors Holly Taylor, uh, the O'Brien Holly Taylor Bayard. Bayard. Uh, group of Baird. But anyway, one of our Lions Club members uh, is a part of that O'Brien Holly team. And he did not bowl, but they obviously sponsored the team. So I got signed at Lions Club the next time because their team didn't make the finals or didn't win. <laughs> As All Lions right. Club president, I was kind of claimed that it was uh, rigged that they put uh, that they put on the Lions Club that they put bowling uh, the uh, bowling uh, guards on,
2: <laughs> mm-hmm.
3: which favor. <laughs> I mean, we didn't, but that's what that was kind of the line that was. Uh, was shared with the Lions Club by the uh, Larry O'Brien from the O'Brien Holly Taylor Group.
1: So, mm-hmm. <laughs> all right. So, it sounds like there was a lot of <laughs> a lot of fun going on in yeah. addition to to the bowling yeah. so Now, you all tell me that you had some people who came just to watch the bowling? Yeah.
3: There was a couple uh, from yes. Evansville mm-hmm. that came right. on Sunday afternoon. Now, I think they were over here anyway. Maybe they had some. But they decided they saw us. As I say, we interviewed on Channel 14, and uh, I think they may have seen it there. They couldn't recall where they saw it, but anyhow, they came. They, they bowl on a team in Evansville, and so they came and wanted to see just what all this was about. And, uh, and uh, actually said that they gave us information, and we gave them our information. They're thinking that their group may be interested in forming a team the next time we do it. I think Great. we also had another. I think we also had another guy stop by. Uh, just uh, that I think they were having a birthday party at the other end, and he could not figure out what was going on at the other end, so you had to come up and check things out. <laughs> <I'm> right. <laughs> and uh, and then I think one of our, uh, we had two visitors at our meeting this past Tuesday, and I think one of them, although I think Cheryl had been in contact, I think he said he saw the interview and was reminded about our group. Right. And so he actually came to our meeting this week uh, as a he's oh, wow. a visual impairment. So. We wanted to, part of this effort, to uh,
2: make awareness of our group across the community. And we're getting there because, you know, people are beginning to say, oh, yeah, I heard about that bowling thing, you know. And so mm-hmm. uh, when you mentioned savvy, they're beginning to say, oh, yes, we, we understand and we know that you have a group here or what have you. And, um of course we're always welcoming more people we're you know interviewing and and talking to people on the phone that have called to inquire about savvy and other resources and um we're we're very glad to be you know in a position that we can offer some assistance to these people and um it uh, it makes for a great you know uh, community if you will that we can all share time together and, you know, enjoy each other's company and what have you. But um, to be a part of this fundraiser, you know, we, we always dread, oh, we got to make some money or whatever. What are we going to do this time? And, and you know, it, this has been one of the events that we have done that has brought us a, a lot of success where we weren't having to, you know, hit the streets selling candy bars or something like that. This has oh, been yeah. This, such a good thing for us and um, so with it working so well the first time and now the second time I see us continuing to do this um, you know from from now on it's just a great event
1: so well it sounds like it really did come out very well and um, and, you know of course always looking forward to next year the uh, the you know, the the benefits of that kind of activity are are really great because um, as you've said you you were able to raise some money but you also got a lot of publicity in the community right. in various ways and right. um, you know not only in the companies that had teams and the people that were on those teams but mm-hmm. um, you know your your newspaper and your TV publicity. Just the whole thing is is so positive. And all those door prizes that got donated and given out didn't hurt a thing from right. either the right. standpoint of the businesses that gave the door prizes or the people exactly. who received them. So exactly. it sounds as if it was a, a positive all round. Lots of win wins in this. And you know, just huge congratulations to you all. Savvy Has really, really grown. Gosh, Rick, when you all were chartered in 2014, or when you were coming to board meetings, you were KCB secretary at the time. When you all were, you and Bill Roberts and somebody else were beginning to organize savvy 2013. I don't think you would have thought that you would have, you know, been doing these kinds of activities and have the membership that savvy had oh, i
3: think i think uh scott was one of the other ones that was involved with and, scott true. Oh, that's and, true. Yep. and then uh but that's but tony, one thing
1: wasn't tony, tony
3: brown tony brown which tony's mm-hmm. deceased now his wife is actually but tony and and mary ellen brown mm-hmm. there were the downs from here uh, yes. more. So we had some good people on initially. Unfortunately, some of them have passed away, and some are in declining health now and aging out. But
1: but you picked up but, more but, people. But
3: we picked up – well, there were times we thought we were losing some member, so many that we thought we're going to get down. If you recall, three or four years ago, we lost, I think it was four members that were uh, – over the course of a year that, right. we, you know, when they did the memorial service at the KCB right. convention – And we thought, gosh, we've lost four members. How are we going to overcome that? And I think we ended up with a positive two for the year. So we lost. So basically, we lost four and gained six, kind of, because you know, Mm -hmm. for a net of two. So you know, sometimes things don't look good, but it's interesting. It's just uh, they they tend to work themselves out. And the other thing I wanted to add, one of the things we put into things too, we have the, of course, we've had flyers and done other things. uh, Note like note. Cards that mm-hmm. had had our contact information a few years ago. But one of the things we also have done, and we've done two orders of these, we have had uh, uh, sticky notes. We have made notepads made up, and they have about twenty pages. They're what four by six, maybe. Uh, mm-hmm. We we made them a little bit larger this time, so people with visual impairments, you know, would have an easier time writing on them. Mm-hmm. But we had those printed out. And they say they've got about twenty sheets per per notepad, and they've got our contact information and phone number on there. So that people, when they write notes, now granted, sometimes they use them for themselves, but if they give out a note, they're giving out information about Savvy. Yeah, and
1: so what a great idea!
3: And we put uh, and we put a, one of those, one of those, one or two of those notepads in every one of the bags for the participants at the at the uh, bowling uh, activity as well. That was another thing that went in their packets. Right.
1: Mm-hmm. That's a great idea, so well, congratulations to to savvy for all the the great things that are happening there and um of course, we have our state convention coming up and looking forward to you all participating, whether it be virtually or in person. Of course, we always hope mm-hmm. that people come in person, but whether a person whether people can come in person or virtually it, now since covid um People can, can be part of that, whether they're, you know, actually sitting in the room or they're at home. So hopefully we'll have lots of savvy people um, participating in the state convention coming up November 18 and 19. Well, congratulations to both of you and to all of savvy. And, Rick, I, I guess we should say congratulations to the Owensboro Alliance Club. I, I would wonder if there was a little... <laughs> Little health there since you're president of the club. <laughs>
3: there actually wasn't. I We played it pretty straight, I think.
1: We'll look forward to hearing more great things out of Owensboro. Thank you. Thank you.
0: Page 3, Sail Away with KCB, Kentucky Council of the Blind 49th Annual Conference and Convention, November 18 and 19, 2022. This information is from the Kentucky Council of the Blind, 148 Vernon Avenue, Louisville, Kentucky, 40206. The telephone number is 502-895-4598 and the email is kcb at kentucky-acb.org. Captain Sponsor for the convention, Louisville Downtown Lions Club. First Mate Sponsor, Lula Dotson Legacy. Cruise Director Sponsor, Greater Louisville Council of the Blind. Lounge Host Sponsors, Guide Dog Users of Kentuckyana, and Kentucky Council of Citizens with Low Vision. Chef Sponsor, Tri-State Library Users. The 49th Annual Conference and Convention of the Kentucky Council of the Blind is Friday, November 18 and Saturday, November 19. This is KCB's first ever hybrid convention, available in person at United Crescent Hill Ministries, 150 South State Street in Louisville, virtual on the KCB Zoom line, and broadcast on the internet. Our theme this year is Sail Away with KCB. As temperatures drop, frost blankets the ground and damp autumn winds bite right through your ACB jacket. There's no better time to board the KCB Majestic for a tropical cruise with your KCB friends. From the moment you step on board until you return home, you'll be part of an action-packed cruise filled with presentations, technology, information, food, fun, and friends. After two years of Zoom-only conferences, KCB welcomes you back to an in-person weekend. Experience top-quality programming, learn about technology that may make your life easier, discover healthy living strategies, find helpful resources and services. We hope you can board our cruise in person, but if you can't, the Zoom option will let you participate actively from home in most of our programming by connecting on your computer or calling from any landline or cell phone. The convention will also be broadcast on the internet, on ACB Media and the RadioStorm.com, but this option is listen only. The KCB Majestic will open for boarding at United Crescent Hill Ministries on Friday, November 18 at 10:30 a.m. If you have pre-registered, your conference badge and cruise itinerary, convention program, in large print, Braille. Or digital format will be waiting for you at the purser's office the registration table inside the entrance to the quarterdeck, the main meeting room note for a digital program be sure to bring an SD card or a flash drive if you have not pre-registered you may do so on site the bon voyage lunch is at noon followed by an afternoon filled with sessions on technology, low vision, library updates, resources, and much more. The first mate's dinner is at 6. The program will include an exciting speaker, life member, and sponsor recognitions, and a spotlight on our chapters. Saturday morning begins at 8.30 a.m. with a continental breakfast. The day includes many programs and presentations the KCB Business Meeting and Elections, and the Morning Glory Memorial Service, where we remember KCB family, whom we have lost during the past year. The day also includes the Mariner's Lunch at noon. Our tropical cruise concludes with the James F. Shaw Captain's Banquet at 6. We will enjoy a delicious meal, and our speaker will be Paul Edwards from Tallahassee, Florida. Paul is a past president of the American Council of the Blind and the Braille Revival League, and he is the current first vice president of the Library Users of America. He is an outstanding and very entertaining speaker. We will applaud the stellar service provided by our 2022 KCB Award winners and, of course, draw for our biggest and best door prizes. Registration Information Although you can listen to much of our cruise programming on ACB Media and the Radio Storm, the only way you can actively participate in the cruise is to register as an in-person or virtual Zoom attendee. To pre-register, call the KCB office at 502-895-4598 with your credit or debit card information or complete the enclosed pre-registration form and mail with your check made payable to the Kentucky Council of the Blind to KCB at 148 Vernon Avenue, Louisville, Kentucky 40206. Pre-registration closes on Thursday, November 10. You may register after this date, but pre-registration discounts do not apply. If you register as a virtual attendee, you will receive Zoom links and dial in telephone numbers so that you not only can listen, but also can ask questions, participate in discussions, win door prizes, and vote in elections if you are a KCB member. Virtual Zoom pre-registration costs $20, $25 after November 10. The two-day Best Value in-Person package includes all programs, presentations, meetings, and other events, plus all meals, $50 pre-registration, $60 after November 10. One-day in-person package, Friday or Saturday, includes all events, plus two meals for the day, $30 pre-registration, $35 after November 10. Conference in-person registration only includes meetings, presentations, and programs, but no meals. $10 pre-registration and $10 after November 10. Door Prizes Help make the weekend fun by donating a door prize. Door prizes need to be new and unused. Gift cards or cash are the best door prizes because they are easy to mail. Call us at 502-895-4598 before November ten to let us know you wish to donate a door prize. Your donation will be acknowledged at the convention, in the convention newsletter, and on Soundprints, the KCB Weekly Audio Magazine. Convention Presenters Exhibitors If you sell a product or provide a service, we invite you to become a presenter at our 2022 Conference and convention. Program slots for presenters are limited and may be both in-person and virtual. For rates and more information, contact us at 502-895-4598 or kcb at kentucky-acb.org. Be a conference sponsor. Show your support for KCB's good work. Make a tax-deductible contribution and become a conference sponsor. Major sponsors will be listed prominently on the first page of the official program. All sponsors will be recognized throughout the convention and on our website, in our newsletter, and on SoundPrints, KCB's weekly audio magazine. Become a sponsor by calling the KCB office at 502-895-4598 or checking the appropriate item on the pre-registration form. Seafarer sponsors include Passenger, $15, Steward, $25, Chef, $50, and Lounge Host, $100. Captain Circle sponsors include Navigator, $200, Cruise Director, $300, Quartermaster, $500, First Mate, $1,000, and Captain, $1,500. We offer the following opportunities for sponsors who wish to present at no additional cost. Lounge host, 15 minutes. Navigator and cruise director, 30 minutes. And quartermaster, first mate and captain, 45 minutes. Include payment with your conference registration. Hotel accommodations. Hotel accommodations are available at the Candlewood Suites Extended Stay Northeast. 1039 Zorn Avenue, a short six-minute ride from the conference site. KCB will assist with Uber and Lyft transportation between the Candlewood and the convention as needed. You may choose to stay at a different hotel, but KCB will not cover transportation between that hotel and the convention. Each Candlewood suite features free Wi-Fi and a kitchenette with full-size fridge, microwave, two-burner countertop stove, dishwasher, sink, dinnerware, and flatware. The hotel has an indoor pool, fitness gym, free laundromat, and a small 24-hour shop called The Cupboard just off the lobby, where snacks, juice, and soft drinks, breakfast sandwiches, etc. are sold. Room rates at the Candlewood are $99 a night plus tax, up to four guests in a room. Check-in time is 3 p.m. Check-out is 11 a.m. Call the Candlewood at 502-953-6153 by November 10 to make reservations. Be sure to let them know you are with the Kentucky Council of the Blind in order to receive our convention rate. Convention Stipends The KCB Conference and Convention is packed with opportunities, and information that only come round once each year. We know that the cost of attending the weekend is much higher for members who live outside the metropolitan Louisville area, and we want to help members from out in the state to be there. KCB is offering a $100 stipend to members who travel to convention from outside the metropolitan Louisville area. The Greater Louisville Council of the Blind is also offering a $25 stipend for members who live in the Metro Louisville area. To be eligible for a stipend, you must be a member of KCB and or GLCB and you must attend both days of the convention. Request the stipend when you pre-register. Stipend checks will be available at the close of the convention on Saturday evening. Nominating Committee KCB will elect officers at its 2022 Conference and Convention. The President, First Vice President, and Second Vice President may serve for two consecutive terms. The Secretary and Treasurer are not subject to term limits. Officers are expected to perform the duties associated with their office, attend monthly conference call meetings of the KCB Board, attend KCB events, such as the conference and convention, participate in KCB chapters when possible, and serve on committees as requested by the President. If you are interested in running for an office, contact Debbie Dethridge, Nominating Committee Chair, at 502-594-9606 or DMD-40206 at gmail.com by November 1. Other members of the committee are Natalie Couch and Amanda Selm, Louisville, and Benjamin Wright, Henderson. The nominating committee will submit a slate of candidates for your consideration. Nominations will also be accepted from the floor. Any individual nominated from the floor must either be present or must submit in writing and in advance a statement of his or her willingness to serve. KCB Awards Committee The Awards Committee is seeking nominations for the William A. Ruth KCB Service Award, James Carl Dotson Community Service Award, and Anna Rose and Louis Kane Advocacy Award. Visit the KCB website at www.kentucky-acb.org to learn more about eligibility for these awards. Make nominations by contacting awards committee members Joey Couch, Chair, Louisville, 606-216-8033, Eldon Kaiser, Cave City, 309-525-1548, Patty Cox, Louisville, 502-905-0869, and Bill Wright, Louisville, 502-893-0879 more information if you have questions call us at 502-895-4598 or email kcb at kentucky-acb.org sail away with kcb 49th annual conference and convention kentucky council of the blind pre-registration form call 502-895-4598 to pre-register by phone with your debit or credit card or complete and return this paper form along with your check made payable to KCB. Mail no later than November 10 to 148 Vernon Avenue Louisville Kentucky 40206. You may register at the conference but pre-registration discounts do not apply. Please print clearly. Pay the lower price when you pre-register. You need to fill in your name, address, city, state, and zip, home phone, cell phone, email. Memberships. KCB one-year membership, $8.00. KCB life membership, $40.00. Join KCB chapters. KCB membership required. Bowling Green, SCKCB, $10.00. Eastern Kentucky. 0. Greater Louisville GLCB $2. Northern Kentucky 0. Owensboro Savvy $2. Guide Dog users $15. KCB Next Generation members under 40 $10. Kentucky Council of Citizens with Low Vision $15. Tri-State Library users $12 subscriptions send the kcb newsletter and check the ones you wish large print audio cd email or cancel send the acb braille forum in large print audio nls cartridge braille email or cancel send the sound prints audio magazine each week on audio cd Check Yes or No or Cancel. Subscribe me to the KCB News email list. Check Yes, No or Remove from list. Subscribe me to the KCB Events email list. Check Yes, No or Remove from list. Important Details Check all spaces that apply. I use a wheelchair or scooter. I prefer vegetarian meal options. I have other special needs, please call me. I am staying at the Candlewood Suites and need transportation between the hotel and the conference. I am a member and am requesting a stipend to attend the convention. Two day registration and attendance required. I prefer my cruise itinerary conference program in check braille, large print, email, or digital text files. Pre-registration. All attendees must register. Save money when you pre-register by November 10, and choose a one- or two-day registration package. Registration only and single-meal tickets also available. Virtual two-day Zoom registration includes links and dial-in numbers, $20 pre-registration, $25 on site. Two-day best value in-person package includes all programs, presentations, meetings, and other events plus Friday lunch and dinner, Saturday lunch and banquet. $50 pre-registration, $60 on site. Friday in-person package includes all Friday events, plus Friday lunch and dinner, $30 pre-registration, $35 on site. Saturday in-person package includes all Saturday events, plus Saturday lunch and banquet, $30 pre-registration, $35 on site. Conference in-person registration only includes meetings, presentations, and programs, No meals, ten dollars pre registration, ten dollars on site. Bon voyage lunch Friday, 12 noon, twelve dollars pre registration, fifteen dollars on site. First mate's dinner Friday, 6 p.m., seventeen dollars pre registration, twenty dollars on site. Mariner lunch. Saturday, 12 noon, $12 pre-registration, $15 on-site. James F. Shaw Captain's Banquet, Saturday, 6 p.m., $17 pre-registration, $20 on-site. Conference Sponsors Passenger, $15 Steward, $25 Chef, $50 Lounge Host, $100 Navigator $200, Cruise Director $300, Quartermaster $500, First Mate $1,000, Captain $1,500. Total enclosed and a blank to fill in. This concludes the reading of the Kentucky Council of the Blind 2022 Conference and Convention Information. Contact KCB with questions at 502-895-4598 or email us at kcb at kentucky-acb.org. Your reader has been Carla Rushable. If you have questions about the Kentucky Council of the Blind or you need information on resources for people with vision loss, call us at 502-895-4598